North South Connection, we are back with another installment of No So Network with the Backlash WrestleMania preview podcast. I'm back with Rocco Martone. Rocco, I'm glad you can join me and not be one of 55 guests. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to get a little uh, one-on-one time with you, buddy. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm. Oh, sweet. Before we get into this pay-per-view, what did you think of WrestleMania as a whole? Oh, I had a really fun time watching it. Uh, definitely second night was a little more work to get hyped up for. Definitely was feeling the fatigue after a really psyched up uh, night one and a heavy, uh, I think I drank as many beers as Stone Cold that night, so I was definitely feeling it the next morning. But yeah, I really enjoyed uh, WrestleMania. Uh, pretty much the whole whole thing. Yeah. Up and down, I thought it was great too. The match is just stellar. Uh, even with a letdown of a main event, you know, all things considered, overall, I still did enjoy it i was there live so i have a different perspective but i've gone back and watched for the, the majority of it and i think a lot of it hit and i don't really think much was disappointing that wasn't designed to be disappointing and a lot of it was saved for this you know upcoming backlash of wrestlemania pay-per-view charlotte and ronda and edge and styles not climaxing yet you know what i mean so it seemed to be a good it seemed to be a combination of feud enders and or like you know dudes kind of just disappearing or and programs ending that day that night and then also stuff starting that night which is kind of a trend that they do now with the wrestlemania especially like an aj styles always kind of starting his feuds at mania kind of thing yeah so we have six matches here listed that's it drew mcintyre and rk bro versus the bloodline smackdown women's championship I quit match Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins in a WrestleMania rematch, AJ Styles versus Edge in a WrestleMania rematch with Damian Priest banned from ringside, and then Cappy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss, where two ultimate friends collide, (laughs) (laughs) and Bobby Lashley versus Omos in a WrestleMania rematch. So WrestleMania rematch being the theme. Um, out of those six matches, do you see any more getting added pre-show, real show, whatever? I mean, they always like to throw a, maybe like an IC or a US belt. I know maybe a Ricochet uh, Mahal seems like that might be a thing that happens, or unless it just might be tonight. I really don't know. I feel like it would be weird not to have the New Day and Fight Night on there, even though they have a tables match coming up. Uh, Theory definitely seems like he needs something, right, to kind of keep his momentum going after Mania. And uh, yeah. I find I find it hard to believe that Becky can't be on this show in some way, shape, or form. At least maybe coming out for a promo, and maybe have an Oscar come out, or uh, maybe they're gonna have Dave, maybe they're gonna have like a Bailey or one of the women who's been gone for a while come out. You know? Yeah, uh, I can see Becky doing some segment. I doubt she's gonna have an actual match, as where Oscar seems to be getting off the ground. A lot of their feuds are you know so fresh and new that it hasn't really warranted a match at WrestleMania Backlash. And, you know, they have all summer to get to it. But I can see KO versus Ezekiel, a.k.a. Elias, Elias's younger brother being added. I'd say that's most likely to be added, in my opinion. Um, what, do you, what do you think of Ezekiel? If, if, I, if you were to shave your beard, Rocco, and hey. you know, trim the dead ends or the split ends in your hair... Um, would you have a younger bro- uh, younger brother, Roger, or something? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know if I even – I don't know why you're so confident I have split ends. I take great care of my hair. That's not true at all. I don't even comb it. Um, I don't want to know what I look like without a beard. It's been 20-plus years without it. Um, I don't know if Elias should have shaved his beard because I am not digging his look <laughs> now. Uh, but I guess he needed it. Because that character seemed to be going nowhere other than being... But I think he could have been that way forever. If you didn't... He could have just been this dude that comes out and gets interrupted. Maybe because they want that to be Reigns gimmick now, where people play their music while he's talking. Uh, I don't know. I I dig... I think it's a funny segment. But if you inserted anyone but Owens in there, I think it's dying on the vine, as they say. Yeah, it definitely has a shelf life before it has to transition to something else. Um to someone else like once it's not owens what is that you know yeah i kind of it's so stupid on paper but i kind of i kind of dig the execution i'm not gonna lie um i don't know i like i like elias but yeah, i think they fell in love with rick boogs so he kind of stole his shine right. really it's yeah, almost rick... like a uh machines but without the mask kind of gimmick where it's like or mr america where it's like he's kind of you know <laughs> trying to prove the guy without the mask on is a different person which is kind of absurd and you know 
it's better than most of the comedy that they try to do. So. Yeah, my my feeling and my thing is, um, do they have something else ready for KO? Because as soon as they have that match, it's going to be blown off because KO just needs to stun them and it needs to be over after insert three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, whatever. So it's a filler match, stunner, and it's over. KO needs to, you know, move on. And then Ezekiel needs to float or sink or whatever he's going to do. He's, oh, he's a pretty talented guy, so I think that he does have a little legs to it, but I just don't know i just don't know the direction or what i don't know what the main purpose is because you know yeah, ezekiel has a baby face Oof, i don't know yeah that's interesting i think it's it's like in a rare like kayfabe terms it makes sense because like normally like an owens would just be thrown in there to whoever the new baby face world champ is and i'm sure we'll discuss later the world title picture is kind of weird but he can't do that but he did just lose a match to like a guy who's not even an active wrestler so like he should not be fighting for a title you know if you're gonna really go based on like kayfabe like stuff he shouldn't have a title match so this is kind of an interesting way for him to integrate into something that's at least people are talking about it right even if they're making fun of it whatever he's in a thing he's making something better that's going to be talked about no matter what so yeah he's getting talked about and he's performing whatever they're giving him very well it's kind of the story of his career Mm -hmm. in a way uh i see Match, who knows? That SmackDown heel side is so thin where, you know, WrestleMania, they throw together a three-way against the Latin lovers or whatever the fuck they are. And then you get Ginger Mahal and Shanky on TV. So I'm sure that it would love to give him, you know, a match. But sheesh, I don't know. Unless if they do like LA Knights interrupt him and he has to face Mace or something or Mansoor or someone. I, I, I just don't look at that roster and so, no one screams out at me right now. Who to face Ricochet? Yeah, that's a good and, point. Uh, yeah, and then maybe like I see Theory, maybe Theory versus Ali. You know, they've been kind of teasing it, but they didn't go with it. And then shenanigans where the Miz helps him or Chiampa fucks him, and they just they just move away from each other. So I I can see a direction where that happens too, maybe. Do you think they're leading to since they're doing these unification things? Do you think they're gonna do like a IC US? I doubt it. it. Those are like kind of TV belts Mm. in a way. Um, I doubt it, but you you never know. But then again, you think that they're going towards it, but then they move away from it, as we'll get to in a little bit. So I don't know. And then, you know, Fight Night and Butch or in the New Day, uh, it seems like they're going to do something on Friday. So maybe you get some follow up there with Butch faces one of these guys at Backlash because Book Butch kind of got screwed out of that six man tag at WrestleMania. So maybe they give Butch the the Backlash WrestleMania match where Sheamus and Ridge Holland got the WrestleMania match. So I'm sure, you know, I could see that being an option, too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a Butch Xavier Woods match. I think that would be really good Yeah, if they ever fucking find him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if I said that seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hacksaw, hacksaw, maybe Hacksaw will make a fucking appearance and still be looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't mind. All right, Butch, let's go do, let's do two minutes of Butch real quick. Pete Dunn, um, fantastic wrestler, no real character or substance of a character in NXT or NXT UK. He's just like a joint manipulation guy, but he's a really good in-ring wrestler. And now you get the complete opposite. You get all character work and who knows what that character work could lead to. You know, if, Butch had a surname, or if his name wasn't a Bushwhacker name, I could see this pairing working with Ridge Holland and Sheamus, because I think Fight Night as a whole has a cool look. Uh, they they mesh well together, and the whole vibe is, is decent. But the whole goddamn Butch name, it's just so, like, screaming, ah, like, like Butch. <laughs> It, it was like shocking when it, you first heard it, but <laughs> but I mean at this point I'm not even it's just, it to me at this I'm already used to it so I I think that that whole crew would benefit from backstage uh, like vignettes where you just show them drinking in a fucking bar you know like they kind of did a little bit with the Seamus Jeff Hardy thing a few years ago like mm-hmm. if you just show them you do a segment with them drinking and then I don't know you know someone talks shit. Pete Dunn fucking attacks them, and they got to take, you know, that's always how it is. Uh, you would know. They, the smallest guy in the crew is always the most aggressive guy in the crew. You know, that's that's what they're going for. And I think it would be cool if they did, like, a fucking, you know, especially in, in yeah, especially where they are at, right? They're in Providence. So that would be kind of a cool thing. Have them drinking in a bar and a cool segment hey, hey. where, what? Tim White's <laughs> bar is in Providence. 
There you go. Like, I mean, I think that would be fun. I think that's what they should be doing to get that crew over. Call Rocco. I, I just know that Pete Dunne has the type of face that my wife walked in the room when she watched him on NXT and went, oh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, I don't – like, we could all love him in NXT, but I – what is he in the WWE? He can't be breaking fingers that get healed magically every fucking th- Friday. You know what I mean? Like, he does I have a ceiling as that. I hate them. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Pentagon, like, breaking arms. Like, it can't – they did it well in Lucha Underground because guys disappeared, but then he just started doing it in random matches. Um, yeah, you can't just do that all the time. So, I mean, he needed something, and I think this was fine for him. Just being small dude who wrestles well and has the ugliest face of any wrestler ever is probably not going to be a long-term gimmick for that guy. Now, was the small comment a payback for the split-end comment? <laughs> I just, uh... <laughs> I'm five fucking eight, buddy. I'm 205 pounds. You want to go? See, I'm aggressive. Uh, Good call. I guess you're right. I am a little aggressive. You'll be right. So, but yeah. Anyways, but anyway, realistically, Becky, she's going to be there. Seth's there. House shows is the night before. You know, she's going to be there. I assume that, you know, what do you think they're going to do with her? Like an in-ring segment? I I doubt they go to her and Oscar already, you know? Yeah, I don't know if her Oscar in-ring is necessarily the greatest, but they could keep it short. She could kind of want to come out and talk. I mean, once again, she's Irish. They're in in Providence, so it always kind of fits having that on there. So I could see her just coming out, talking some shit. Maybe Oscar clears house. I mean, who yeah. else was in that six-man on Raw? That was uh, Liv and... Liv, Rhea, Rhea, and then, um, I don't know. I forget. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I mean, they make I, – I could see – I feel like she's got to be there, though. I think she's going to come out and talk some shit. But I think this is just going to be a tight card. Like, they were doing those 230, 240 cards for a while. Mm. I think after Mania, a nice tight 230. And that's like, really their their striking zone lane where they crush it. Oh, fuck, yeah. And then – well, then you get – don't forget, man. We have Liv – I mean, not, excuse me, not Liv. We have Bianca Belair. Maybe they throw Sonya at her. Like, Sonya does some bullshit where she – uses her power to get one more match and she just squashes Sonya before she moves on. And that maybe brings in a Bailey after the match or something like that to kickstart that feud or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, or just like kind of like a, just a brawl or a pull apart kind of thing. It would be cool. Get the crowd happy, like play yeah. like someone's music at the end. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be there, I think. And I'd like just to a see lot of it. stars not to have on the show. Yeah, exactly. All right, Rocco, but, you know, that's kind of the, the preliminary pre-match show slash, yeah, that stuff's going on. We can see that going on. What do you see out of the six cards, excuse me, the six matches announced, which match are you most anticipating? I got to definitely go Charlotte, Ronda. Like, I'm very intrigued by it. It's an, I, like, I kind of wonder if that'll be the main event, too. Um, I after... think the finish matters. I think the finish matters for it. Yeah, that always seems to play a big part in how it'll, how they're going to space the card out. But yeah, I think that's the match I'm most interested in. I always like their matches. Um, I don't think their WrestleMania match deserved the derision it got. Uh, just no, I saw people give that two stars. Get out of here. It's at least that's... it's a three and a quarter star match. It was yeah. wrestled really well. It was super stiff. Um, it was tight. It was you know it was it wasn't really that wonky besides the end and that you know. It's the first match of the feud. If this goes to hell in the cell, they're not going to fucking throw all nuts on the table at WrestleMania, unfortunately, you know, so. And especially maybe if I don't know, I doubt these people are reading fucking nerds online what they say about their matches. But if they do want to, like, come at it and just fucking be like, all right, well, we had that match and maybe they might not have been happy with it or whatever, whatever conjecture people want to lay on it. This might just be a fucking brutal fucking match, you know what I mean? So. I'm very intrigued by it. Yeah, um, I, here's the thing. I think that the blow-off is going to be awesome. I'm just uncertain if this is going to be the actual blow-off. With the, with the I quit stipulation, we still have SmackDown 2 on Friday. So, you know, Drew Gulak is he's a, he's a timekeeper, and then he's an interviewer. And then he's being Pierce's, you know, he's interviewing to be Pierce's replacement for Sonya. So I have a feeling that they may make him the the referee so where he's, you know, trying new jobs and that just screams wonky red flag for like a wonky finish. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah, that's a good point. Start maybe, uh, kind of the, uh, little Mike Foley. Cause I really have a hard time believing you're going to see Ronda Rousey say, I quit. That just seems, and I don't know what the finish is other than if she doesn't win, it's going to need some like Foley ass kind of 
chicanery, as they would say. So, yeah, like maybe Drew Gulak on the outside. Maybe like Charlotte starts a little crew of like minions, right? That would be cool with her. I think she would be great mm. with that. She is a queen, right? She needs a court. So, yep. Throw like a dude like that. He's on the he's outside the ring, plays a little. Little, uh, old school swerve playing something over the loudspeaker or I don't know. Yeah, but, Russell Ma- or uh, Mick Foley, uh, Royal Rumble '99. Right, you know, yeah, something stupid like that. But yeah. that does fall into the wonky category. But right, but they they like wonky. And they think this is a feud that's gonna keep going. I find it hard, you know. So I I think a little little screwy uh little screwy screwiness could uh be in play. But yeah, that can't be the end. This could remind me of a like AJ Nakamura. Where it's a SmackDown, it's the SmackDown A feud. Started at WrestleMania. Well, started at the Royal Rumble. It's the the the, the action started at WrestleMania, really. Um, and then it just kind of grow. The story grows. The story grows. Story grows. They have good matches with wonky finishes, and then at the end, they have a killer match. But overall, feels like a disappointment. That's kind of where the vibe I'm getting from this match in this feud. I can see that. I mean, these two did have, you know, one of the better, like one of the most violent WWF matches in the past mm. five years. So I think the potential is always there for them just to go. But I don't this. think that's going to come into the blow off. And if, if, here's the thing. Two things real quick. One being, hey, with the WrestleMania preview with Jenny, I called an I quit match happening. But unfortunately, I thought it was going to be WrestleMania and then I saw it. Just the, just how it, just getting in the weeds of the story, right? I'm like, all right, let me listen to the verbiage, let me see what's going on, and they were definitely, you know, putting I quit out there as a option. So I saw those red herons and I jumped on it. But it's coming here. So is the I quit the blow off? I don't know. Hell in the Cell is next month. Hell in the Cell, you know, dating back to their Survivor Series match, Hell in the Cell might, would be the perfect blow off. I, I suspect. Well, his thing. Charlotte can say I quit, and then she can get a rematch at, at Hell in the Cell. Or we can get wonkiness where Ronda's never going to say I quit, but go, something with Gulak happens, and then Hell in the Cell that's like no bullshit, and it's straight on, straight up and straight right at it. And the reason I bring that up, too, is number two is the rumor is Charlotte's getting married in June to Andrade. So here's the thing. Spoiler Ronda's going to win this feud. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't really think I have to spoil anything, <laughs> you know, you know, so Ronda's chasing, obviously. So is the chase end at WrestleMania backlash or is the chase end at hell in a cell? And is there enough meat on the bone story-wise to get us there? Insert Drew Gulak somehow. Can you believe if I said Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair in insert Drew Gulak? If I said that a month ago, what would you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems a very one of these things is not like the other two. And I like Drew Gulak. Oh, he's the fucking best. He's amazing. He should he's be in the ring. But... Power. What he said. PowerPoint brought you back to the 205, even the CZW days. You know what I mean? So Gulak's a fucking stud. He should be on our TV. He he should have a role within the WWE. But I didn't expect it to be with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I. And once again, we it is not above them or below them to have her not say I quit and still lose the match. Like that, mm-hmm. she could be knocked out, hit with a you know whatever, and then we go Gulak's like, oh that's it, call the match. And then she could always say I never said I quit. And then you put him in the cell or whatever they're gonna do. So you know just because yeah. the finish says it has to be an I quit match does not mean it's going to end with someone saying I quit. Assuming that they have a Hell in a Cell match, that makes this outcome of this match um, least uh, not as predictable. Let's let's put it that way. So that's that's good for this weekend. And, but I'm I'm curious if this is going to main event. If this comes, if they roll this out as the main event, I anticipate a banger coming. Yeah, I think it's going to be definitely. Like I said, it's the highlight for me. It's one my most anticipated match. So yeah, it's going to be good. Very cool because the honestly the feud shit the the TV sucks, um, and. That's coming for me, who usually finds something good in everything, but it's hard to find something good within this feud for the most their, part. Their personal chemistry seems weird, but their physical yeah. chemistry is definitely there. Great point. Great point. Yeah, like I said, the, 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 I, whatever the blow off of this match is going to be, I anticipate it to be all-time women's match. Great. Oh, yeah. All right, so this is your most anticipated. What is your least anticipated out of the five remaining matches on this card? <laughs> well, I always have no interest in watching Seth Rollins do anything, but I can't say that now since it's with the whole Cody thing. That kind of just makes everything kind of a little more interesting. Um, 
probably lastly Omos. Like I don't know, yeah. man. I don't really give a shit about that match. Like what is what is the end result for this Omos guy, right? Is he going to be a world champ? Like if you're gonna have a big dude like that, that's the goal, right? A Vince McMahon goal was this guy is essentially gonna be the world champ. But it's like, is he a great Kali kind of character? Obviously he's, he could talk, he could speak English, sorry, way better than Kali could. And but wrestling wise, like I. I don't like in a year. Are we expecting him to be a mania main eventer? He's fighting a former world champion in this match. Like I, what, what do you think is like, what is his purpose here? What is he going to be? What do they want him to be? Oh, I don't know. Is um, he a special attraction? Is he a world champ? Is he, is he the guy that the, the future of the company? Like, you know, I, no, I don't I, get it. I think that he is. I think if they, if he turned out to be Braun Strowman, they would be ecstatic with his floor being great Kali, not world champion. You know, yeah, there's two belts floating around, but it's not 2007 where every where they're in a transition from finding new stars. They're, you know, they're in the Indian market. The, the Indian numbers are flying up, so we don't really need like a, a, a star like great Kali back in the day for the Indian market. And then fast forward 10 years for Jinder Mahal. So there's really, he doesn't really fit that. Not that he's Indian, but he doesn't really fit that need of solidifying a demo. Um, geez, I don't, I don't know. Um, he's, he's a heavy is his, is his role or he's, you know, he's a tag guy, honestly, but he already did been there, done that with AJ. So he, there's a lot of equity in this guy, but I don't know. I still think that they're in the throwing the shit at the wall phase and there's equity in them. So they're going to throw shit at the walls, try to get them hot, but it's not going to happen. You know, so, you know, it comes out that Stokely Hathaway or Malcolm Bivens was pitched to get go with him. You know what I mean? So sweet that which that which would have been sweet. And he denied it and he worked with him in FCW or he worked with him in NXT two years ago, three years ago on the Florida loop before the pandemic. So there's built in chemistry there and there's, so he must not see anything in it or he's just going off to AEW or his stand up career. You know what I mean? So he just doesn't want to get tied on, you know, tied up past that. So either way, that's could be another reason why he rejected it. So they, you know, they went with the MVP because this was on the books for new year's after new year's anyways. And it just got delayed because, because almost, I mean, because Lashley got banged up in the Brock match at Russell at uh, January, at the Rumble. I mean, so I don't know, man. It's I don't know. I couldn't tell you almost his future, but if it was me picking or me or my opinion, there's not much there besides like a heavy or a tag guy. Yeah, I was just curious what you think, because yeah, it just seems like a like. I mean, he's got to like that's the whole thing, right? You got to work to get better. And you got to work with better guys than you, and but there's no. They always say the who's going to teach you to be the giant, you know, and maybe like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happens behind the scenes. Hopefully a guy like Kevin Nash is coming by and being like, hey, this is how you should be doing shit. And or the Undertaker, hopefully, too. And well, the Undertaker like said that. he's fucking funny, but the Undertaker is a fucking out of his mind. Yeah. With that and, he's a, and you could teach someone shit and tell someone, but there's empirical knowledge and there's just telling someone shit. And if you're not doing it, then you're not going to get better. It's as simple as that. You know, you could practice. If you don't practice, you're not going to be good. But and there's a difference between practicing in a studio, like for a band to practice in your studio. That's one thing. But you have to play shows live because it's a completely different thing. you got to wrestle in front of fucking crowds of people and fail and then get better. Right. So I don't see it feels like it's stunted by not having him had a long FCW or whatever NXT run. So I don't know. It just seems he's going to be stuck in this in the same spot for a while. Yeah, and I would love to see what the Undertaker, what little thing the Undertaker saw in him to be like, wow, he's the next Andre or he's the next me. It's like, what? Like, in like that was just Vince McMahon of, saying, hey, go say that. <laughs> instead of, and you know, give me an example because to me, it's just like he's a right tackle with a terrible first step and he's too clunky and big to put a guard or center. So he's, is he going to live up to his upside? No fucking way. That's just my opinion. But what do I, at the end of the day, what do I know? You know, Undertaker, tell me, what do you see in him besides an empty line of him being, oh, the next big guy? He's He, he has intangibles like Andre and I. <laughs> Come on. But anyways, yeah. Lashley is a baby face. I can see Lashley facing Rome's, Roman at Hell in the Cell maybe or like a SummerSlam for the WWE title. And is he going to take it off him? Possibly. Um, you think he's going over here? 
Lashley? Well, if he goes over here, it's over. <laughs> so hopefully. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, the story with them coming together made sense for Lashley to win. With MVP and almost coming together, it made sense. For, how they explained it, it made sense for Lashley to win. So I really, I don't know, like like you said, it's the most least anticipated match. So honestly, I could care less. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the next least anticipated match. Can I take a Can I take a guess? Sure. Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. <laughs> I anticipated this because I'm always intrigued to see your reactions. So I do like <laughs> knowing. I think this is your dream match. This is your Hogan versus Andre <laughs> that we're seeing here. Um, I mean, it's you just know this is a four month program, right? We're gonna watch this match for four months straight. No, it's over at Backlash because Bro- Barry <laughs> Corbett is on 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 maternity leave right after this. <laughs> oh, okay, so without so, in the case but in the past, this would have been a four four month feud, right? So kind of has been. It's been like an eight month fucking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. All right. Um, well, yeah. think. Madcap Moss has always been a glimmer in my eye. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the super suspenders. I don't know if it's this. I think it's the slick back ponytail and just the big cheesy smile. Like I was like, this guy just loves being Madcap Moss. And Madcap Moss is such a ridiculous name, and he is like he's like a low key killer athlete in rings so it's just like within an era where guys are so athletic and so quick and so good in ring for him to stand out and be an ex-football player and stand out like smacking the ropes and his jerk on stuff and stuff like in his impact on his punches and stuff but for being a green dude i get it he's green and he's not very good but for him to stand out with all those things I just mentioned oh it's kind of impressive in a way and he, here's the thing he's he's has sucked since WrestleMania. I don't know if he needs to evolve past the suspenders. Give him to me. I'll wear him at home. You know what I mean? Give me the fucking. He can start a faction the, with Larry King and fucking Mork, Mork from Ork if he wants to keep the suspenders. But yeah, that's that should have been the thing after. That should have been the next Friday, right? He takes the well, suspenders off. He takes the stupid socks off, and he goes, "I'm not fucking around anymore." And that, or I mean, that's that after the Corbin feud. That's what. Uh, I was you know, or he, maybe I feel like after the heat. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like after the heel, t- after Corbin fucked him, I feel like that. I said mania, but I meant after Corbin fucking turned on him. I feel like that should have been it. But maybe after the feud would be good too. So a complete I think it's new. Getting a new layer. Um, uh, is he talented enough to, enough to make the suspenders and the jockey shorts and the, you know the slick back hair or whatever work? I don't know because. Honestly, I've, I went to a SmackDown and no one gave a fuck. You know, you, he is the most piped in crowd noise out <laughs> of all the guys. He's the most, you know, obvious one. So that makes you feel that that's indicative of they really want him to be a big face, right? Yes. Okay. They see a lot in him, you know, and I get what they see in him because I just I just went over it. And he and he's like a true homegrown guy. It's like a guy that they mold, they molded this Mad Cat Moss guy from the ground up performance center in the perform they can it's their dream all right? his accolades at the wall he won the performance center fucking squat bench 40 time all that stuff he blew the numbers through the roof him and bianca belair you know just men and female were like outstanding with their combine numbers in the pc so i i'm sure that they would love madcap moss to hit just so they can like throw that accolade at the wall um i i don't know i find him hopeful but i just want to see chapter two for mad cat moss i keep the name fuck it but just evolve past the like the look and thus the whole because you're still telling like all right here's the thing if you're a baby face you can't have the shitty jokes i love the shitty jokes but as like a heel try to make baron corbin laugh but like you can't have the shitty jokes telling the crowd because that's just gonna get like go away you get what i'm saying yeah, there's a difference between a dad joke and an obnoxious. Like, there's this. You've we've all known people who are you're at the bar and they're telling like real jokes, and you're like, we're just supposed to bullshit here. Why are you telling fucking jokes that you heard in a like? That is so fucking annoying. Like, no one wants that. But there is a certain ta- charm to a quick dad joke, and like, you yeah. don't need to explain all your jokes. You also don't need to laugh at all your jokes. And I think there's a balance they could get where they could do that. And, you know, maybe like you're saying, listen, I'm, I'm going Mr. Brightside. I'm going to follow your lead and say, maybe you get this Kurt Angle-esque character that can make, be funny and then turn on the monster, right? Yeah. When he needs to. So, yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's the dream. That's the best case scenario. And 
they're going to like, like this is if he succeeds, it's proof that they're weird. Their system that I don't think works can work. Football dude, they make a wrestler and he turns out good. But that's all based on personality. Right. And if he's got that charisma, that inherent charm that certain people need. Yeah, I don't see why not. And he has People, to be more engaging in ring in between the moves. He needs to be more engaged within the match. He needs to have more like substance there because kind of he, in, in realisticness, all his he just screams hot tag only right now. You're not going to go in there and work Drew McIntyre and have three star matches. You know, you're not going to go do that. Whatever. You know, you, you can't do that with not named Drew McIntyre. So, and you know, um, the, the people have had worse or sillier gimmicks and gotten over. Right. So. Yeah, you he know, just, John Cena was a white rapper who dressed like a teen, like a four year old boy for his entire career, and he's the most popular wrestler of all time, pretty much. So you could do, you could do it. And then we have Happy Corbin. You know, I alluded to him going away after I assume this. They maybe they stretch it out to a TV match or whatever, but he's gone soon. Maternity leave. I don't know what maternity mean leaves. Maternity ugh, maternity leave means for him, like time wise. But oh, no, I'm interested. Um, I think it's a good point for him to get out. While well, the getting's good, because he he's a dude that gets stale with his you know look back to his constant. Has he ever changes. been off TV? Um, it, since he's fun. been up from NXT, like I don't know if there's been a SmackDown without the guy. Like he is definitely overdue for some time away. And like, I think we're that's not. A, yeah. I think that's we're a not in Corbin yet territory for like yet for me where. Like sad Corbin, happy Corbin is not at King territory yet where it's just like, Jesus Christ, go the fuck away because he definitely has that go away heat to like the nth degree. So I'm curious what kind of phase we get from Baron Corbin next. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think this is going to end the feud, but I think, you know, you get a long smackdown humiliation before he goes away where Moss beats him and then. You know, I don't know, puts dog food down his pants, some weird shit like, you know, some some bizarre thing where the crowd's like supposed to be booing the shit out of them and they make it go on way too long like they love to do. And they think it's going to get him over. But instead, people just get uncomfortable They're I feel like that's what's going to happen when he finally, you know, he have more time on a smackdown just to have a long segment like that. So, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, he definitely needs to be off TV. Yeah, but I'm curious how long it's going to be, and I'm curious what he comes back at. Maybe he comes back as the constable Corbin or maybe he comes back as lone wolf. What about King? What about Baron Corbin? What about uh, Happy Crap, Sad? Crappy Corbin. Scrappy Corbin. There we go. Crappy Corbin. Crappy just, Corbin. All right. Nice. Brings back the Spirit Spot gimmick where they just throw the shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his fireworks. That's his entrance where he just walks out. And he gets he comes like out a, a porta potty just dumped on his head every time and then he goes Russell's. Or he just he just pops out of a porta potty instead of like the brew oh, coming out from the Ross. ground. He just comes out of a porta potty covered in blue liquid. Oh, hell. They, they they like jackass, right? They could do a jackass time. There we go. Boom. Yeah. All right. So we're halfway through this card, right? It's I think this is where we get to the rematch. We, we, we've like we're kind of there almost like this is the rematches I care about, though, in my opinion. Um, AJ Styles versus Edge. Is this chapter two? This Do we get evened up or do they just like. This isn't working, and they blame it on AJ, and they blow AJ off. But then again, they just added Finn to it, so I, that doesn't make sense to me either. So I'm very curious where this lands, because what do you, first of all, Rock, what do you think of this new edged character? I uh, like it better than just guy who came back and wants to have matches. So yeah, I like it. I like the, the music and the incorporating of other gimmick, like the... Instead of just weird mashup music, I like that. Uh, it kind of his music, the way, and it's got his like you thought you knew me stuff. Like I don't know if you watched the GCW with Jeff Jarrett when he fought Effie, uh, the one yeah. in the Hammerstein where he came out to his uh, TNA kind of that weird music, that wee woo sound, and had this mm-hmm. like the bass. Like I thought that was really cool, and I like I like the the music change with Edge and how it the it, audio auditorily how it is. Jeez, I just woke up. Sorry. I like the audio aspect of it and the visual aspect of it. Um, I think it's cool. He's building a faction. He's an older dude. He has been in a group and he should be kind of like, like you want him to have that kind of sway, right? Like he's been around forever. You've heard, I listened to his podcast back in the day. He has opinions and like, mm-hmm. he should be the guy who's able to get young dudes something like he's got to have some cachet with whoever's in charge to be like, 
you can't fire Tommaso or whoever. Like Finn should not be fucking on this on Friday before WrestleMania. Like I don't know. He's been in the company back for like three years now. But like I like it. I like it. In a long, a very long way. I like it. I think it's cool. And I just wonder who he like is the adding of people. I don't really like Priest as much, but do you think it's gonna be Priest can't come so a new guy Champa whoever they're yeah. talking about. Or do you think people think it's going to be Finn saving AJ and Finn joins Edge? And that could be something for Finn. Yeah, or that, is, two doors. I had two doors I was looking down. I was well, say, they, maybe, maybe it's Finn where he, you know, he swerves styles, you know, or or it's plant or it's someone else, which kind of hurts the structure of this match. But then again, it's, this is going to be a long feud. And, it, you know, they could maybe be building to like an assignment, like a, a hell in a cell elimination chamber style, like tag big war game thing. That'd be fucking cool. But they need to get there. That doesn't feel like it's it would be ready yet in for June. But, you know, it's fucking 15 hours of raw in between. They right, can make yeah. they could they they could easily get that ready. And, and then they AJ is a really cool team. team. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. And then they could have like an AJ. They could finally do an AJ edge blow off after that. So I think that Styles should win, I'm, or it could be added some juice to it where, you know, Edge wins again, and then Style, Edge adds another dude, and then St- they have to add another dude, and then it's three on three. Right, you know? or just Edge kind of maybe pulls back as the big boss at the end and just kind of maybe, because maybe, like, who knows, you know, the dude maybe wants to take a little time off. Maybe he doesn't need to be, well, not that he wrestles every week, but yeah, like I think that, you know, this, someone comes out, Ciampa, whoever, Finn switches, or whatever. But yeah, I think you could get a really cool kind of faction-y kind of thing here. And I, I don't know if they really want to lean into Bullet, Bullet Club iconography with Styles and Finn. And I don't know if they want that on their programming. <laughs> but it, it definitely makes people talk. So mm-hmm. at any time. So, and, hmm? so who do you let's, – let's, let's, uh, let's play around with some of the names. Who do you see? Let's throw some names at each other and see where they would stick. You know, all right, let's, you mentioned Chiampa, so let's start there. So the rumor was Edge wanted Ali in Chiampa in Rhea. That's just, you know, that's just a rumor or off a report, of course. Um, so that's funny that they rejected Ali because they weren't going to use Ali, and then here he is on TV. I Can you see Ali fitting with, like, the Bullet Club guys in a way? You know, a little undersized, heavy on the work rate, big on the baby face type of team. And then can you see Chiampa? I see optically I can see Chiampa fitting with like the priests and the edge. I agree. I mean, it kind of sucks to put Ali there because I think Ali, well, if they want him to be smiling baby face, like they need everyone to smile like maniacs all the time. Uh, that kills what people might dig about Ali, Ali Waitley. Like, People know what's going on in the background, and he should just be this guy that doesn't take shit. He's a smaller guy who just doesn't doesn't take shit. And if they just make him a smiley baby face, that's kind of bullshit, <laughs> you know. So him being a face like that seems – it could be cool, and it should be cool because he'd be a great – if that's a six-on-six six match that you just described, then he's the fucking ultimate, you know, baby face beatdown, right? And then you tag in AJ yeah. or – so like yeah, I think those are I think that's the way it should be. I don't think they're gonna want Ciampa to talk much, and I think he's got a cool look, so he'd be cool with you know uh, Edge and uh, uh, Priest. So yeah, I like I like that three on three there that you described. How about T Bar? You have two with Edge. Oh, that's t- a big dude, right? Yeah. You got two big dudes with Edge. Ah, I like that is a good way to put. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just thinking, of, thinking of the roster, thinking, looking around. T-Bar is a hell of a fit. I'm sure they want to do something with him. You know, he's a, he's on main event every week. He he puts in good work. He's wrestled Chiampa a lot. I don't know, man. That that be that's a good fit for me on either side, kind of. But I'd I'd throw him with Edge. You got the you know he you got Edge, and then you have two fucking big dudes there to protect him. You know that kind of fits too. But you know who I would really like them to put with um, Edge or AJ and Finn? Who's that? Johnny Gargano. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would put Chiampa and Gargano with those, and I'd try to find Edge, find two other guys with Priest. 
And I, that's where, like, like came out. DIY with Finn and AJ. That's just like baby face for some written all over it, dude. Hmm, yeah, that's a wow. The, 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 where that's, where would you do that? Like, where is that? What part of the country do you think that gets needs to be done if that was going to happen? Where he comes out, his music hits. Where would it get over the most? I mean, I know he's from them. Like, yeah, like, do you think it would be? He's from Ohio, so it, I don't. I don't think it matters. I think he's pretty beloved everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure how well yeah. liked he is by the uh, the world at large. I mean, I know he's big on the East Coast. He did a lot of stuff with Evolve and stuff. Yeah. Like that, so. Hey, yeah, you, you hit that music and he comes running out there. Yeah, people would definitely lose their shit. You get a little handshake in the middle of the ring with the DIY guys. Yeah, but I cool. think, but that doesn't make sense because Chiapa is clearly a heel right now. But you know, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know if Chiapa is going to be involved anymore. If you think about it, but let's go. I don't think Vince McMahon sees Chiapa and sees Babyface in any way. There's no yeah, way he sees I a Babyface. Well, like. he's off to the side with Fit or with Ali. I don't think they, in, in, you know, insect and in put Ali in Chiampa into this feud. They could, you know, they could insert it and make it just a big clusterfuck of feuds. That could obviously be a thing. But I think they're going to be off to the side doing their own thing where Chiampa takes a personal issue with Ali. And those th- two dudes are off to the side. And then I think I think three on three. I think four on four is ideal where you get some like war games type of match. I think that would rule within hell in the cell and then you can have follow out afterwards and i think that would fill a lot of time without a wwe championship on tv for the next two months but sure, sure. i think well, settling for a three on three if we're going to settle on the names rocco leading out of this give me t give me t-bar priest and edge give me gargano finn and aj but i like we'll that see. idea well how do you think the match is going to be between ah, I think it's gonna be similar. Here's the thing, dude. I they, I think it was twenty five minutes, right? Yeah, I found the WrestleMania match to be very good. It was just boring in a bad spot. But Ed, it's not all of it made sense. It it worked around a few big spots. Edge Edge just took his time. AJ just took his time. They knew that they weren't gonna throw their load on the table and be like, hey, look at my dick. Two minutes into the porn, you know what I mean? They just they're not gonna do that. They're gonna feud for four more months. Throw your load on the table. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, hey, look at my dick. Like, <laughs> this is what we're working with. They're not going to do that. They're they're good workers. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate that it's been a, kind of a letdown so far because, you know, they're playing the long game opposed to the short game. So, I don't know. I, I, I have high hopes for it, but I don't know if this is the time for it to be a banger. I anticipate it to be better than all Edge's stuff builds, builds, and builds. So I anticipated it to be better than the WrestleMania match, which was, I think, very good. It was just dull. Um, yeah, I think it, I, I'm 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 looking forward to it more th- in thinking that it's going to be more of like a nice 12, 15 minute match and not a, a super long epic. Yeah, which, you know, which is cool, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of super long epics, right? Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. What did you think of that Mania match? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, uh, it was, uh, it was so anachronistic to see Cody Rhodes in the WWF ring. And it's kind of strange for me. And I think, I don't know if anyone else agrees, but like, so he's the first dude to come back. Right. And he's the first non, he's like the first debut besides AJ, you know, and, but AJ wasn't even really on American TV when he came in. Right. That was what, 16. So like, yeah, that's the rumble. Yeah, so this is the first time a dude, because he was in New Japan, he wasn't even an impact, he had been in New Japan for a while, so like, this is the first time a guy's really come and had been visible for the whole time he was missing. He was on a major company, you know, so it is such a different vibe that it's it really is a different thing, like, it's it's the first time this has happened in a really long time, to see him in there with their made guys, you know? Um, and they're And they're alluding to his past with it, like they did with AJ, yeah. Yeah, like, it's really interesting to me, like, because you got used to, it's the, you know, like, you know, it's all the WCW guy appearing, you know, as himself, without a different name, with the same packaging, um, which didn't even happen, WCW, you know, they would always change the music, right? So this is an unprecedented thing that happened, which is really cool. I don't know how much often it can happen. Uh, He was probably the right guy for it to happen, because there's so much meat on the bone you can really dig into in his character once you get over the superstar has returned kind of aspect of it so uh yeah i like the match i 
I don't know how you outdo that match since it was such a Cody, you know, false finishy kind of match, right? It was a spam fest. Um, yeah. So what do you do it, now? Cody was super, super like off on the match, in my opinion. But I still went super high with it. The emotion was there. You're not. He's not going to get that big grandiose entrance where it's going to add to his star power. He's going to have to go out. It's kind of what Seth alluded to, but in a meta way, they're going to have to go out there and earn the respect of the crowd. They're going to have to go out there and keep the engagement instead of just having the, Oh my God, we peaked at 11 and we're staying, we're coming down to 11, but we're going to go back up to 11 for the finish. You know what I mean? So they're going to have to, they're not going to have the crowd like they did at WrestleMania. They're going to have to earn it. You think they open though? Maybe they could probably, if they open that. Yeah. If they open, I think that could definitely keep the, cause then they could have the longer entrance. You have to worry about cutting it or anything like that. So, yeah, and people are going to be fucking amped as shit. So, I don't know. I think if they open, that'll be the way to do it. And what I don't I'm, know what else would, right? Yeah, what I'm getting to is um, um, I'm just nervous for Cody in a way without the smoke and mirrors. And, you know, no one attended. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. Like, what what can Cody withstand? Because if you look at his AEW career... When that show kicked off, he was the main focus with against Jericho, and he cut an all-time promo leading into that Jericho match. And that was the hottest he was in AEW. And after that, it was a slippery slope way down the card, and a slippery slope on quality. And by at the end, he's l- literally jumping off ladders, like, into flaming tables, trying to get over, and no one could give a fuck. So, uh, there's for Cody Rhodes to sustain something, that's where I want to see the engine of the WWE to kind of play their tricks with him. You know what I mean? To, to withstand it. Can Cody withstand the popularity and the peak that he's at to actually have a WWE run? Cause coming after WrestleMania, the raw right after he, he had cut that very good promo alluding to that. He wants to win the title for his father. And that's a really cool story, but it's Cody Rhodes and it's, you know, it's three and a quarter star Cody. I want four quarter stars for him. And other than that, he's been pretty good so far with well, with the remaining match. I went four and a quarter. Let me get allude to that anyways. But um, other than that, he's been pretty, pretty good. I don't know, man. I'm a little nervous when, you know, when the shine's off, can he swim when he's got to kind of pedal on his own? Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, Seth Rollins is one of my all time don't get it wrestlers. I can't fucking stand them. He'd be the worst person to go on a road trip with that you could imagine. So I have a really hard time separating who I've seen him seen of him out in his real person and his character and his acting this 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 I'm acting crazy shit that I just it never like a, a weird jacket is not a personality. It's a you know it 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 just never works for me and I you know. His offense annoys me. Like I just, it's tough for me to get into him, and I know people like him, and I'm a lot more interested in him than me. But I really tune out when he's on there. So it's a tough person for me to watch Cody fight because I really don't care about Rollins. But I, I, I'm, I like the like. What do you think of Cody? Like, just when you were talking about the whole Dusty thing, like I think a Vince feud is gonna would be a good thing for him. Kind of talking like you fucked my dad over, like. I think that would be a really cool way for them to go, but then it's with theory, and you, I don't know if they're gonna be theory, but you know what I mean. I I think it, that's that's what it, like he's had the trouble sustaining interest in himself. So how, like you said, once he's not the guy talking shit about coming back, who does he become? So I I hope he beats Rollins here, just because I hope everyone beats yeah. Rollins always. But um. <laughs> I think I hope he I hope he beats Rollins. I don't mind Rollins. I'm back and forth on Rollins, but overall I I don't mind him um i think that cody should win though you know i prefer rollins over cody in the long run but i'm into cody they got me into cody believe it or not i kind of care where his career goes i'm interested and they've done a good job getting us there so i don't know i think there's substance there i'm very curious on kind of where it lands yeah it's gonna be an interesting match to see if they could uh like you said sustain the interest but uh, i think as an opener they could have a really cool you know barn burner match to, to kick off the card yeah i think that's like, again i think that's a great call by you open it open the show with this for sure i'm very smart of course <laughs> we're an hour in of course you are <laughs> all 
right, last match here. Believe it or not, Rocco, last match. Drew McIntyre and RK-Bro versus the Bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos. This was built as a tag team unification match. And then they pulled the the rug out from us, and Roman Reigns took that contract and sniffed it down Matt, or stuffed it down Matt Riddle's throat and said, fuck your unification, man. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sami Zayn was very sneakily trying to get in the bloodlines, good graces. And Sami Zayn started this feud. So I kind of I kind of liked how they incorporated that stupid Sami Drew feud, which it wasn't stupid, but it was just filler, really. I like Sami. I love Sami. Whatever he's on my screen, I'm not mad. So it was stupid, but it was decent filler. And then it transitioned in a smart way to a backstage segment where he saw RK Bro and they were smart about it. RK Bro was Riddle was like, you guys have history. <laughs> <laughs> in that annoying riddle way. So I'm glad that they alluded to the, they pointed out the history between the two guys and they kind of shook hands and were like, I'm cool if you're cool. So, you know, that foreshadowed this turning into a six man match. And I like how Sammy what stuck his way into the locker room. I love how the bloodline reacts to Sammy Zayn. I just love Sammy Zayn's mannerisms where he's like, Hey guys, you know, pretending to be one of the boys, pretending to be in the family and he's like, hey, did you know that Drew McIntyre and these guys were talking shit about you trying to gain the upper hand for himself? Because at the end of the day, it's all about Sammy getting an advantage for himself. But it's not we're not talking about Sammy, even though I love Sammy. But I have a quota where I have to talk about Sammy Zayn. So we met that quote. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, his this character, since he's I mean, fuck, man, he had, you know, what he did at WrestleMania was uh, yeoman's work, as they say, like that guy really is uh, deserves a pat on the back. And I find it hard to believe he's not going to be involved in this match if they're going to make it a super cluster kind of thingy, you know. Oh, maybe he, yeah, maybe, maybe. I could see a lane. Like, are they going to try to do a thing where he's trying to prove himself? No, that's not really going to work. But, yeah, I feel like, well, at the very least, he should be on this card, too. I don't know if we mentioned him earlier. But, yeah, I do like his little thingies where he's trying to, like, pal up to them, but still kind of, like, he wants them to like him, but he still also wants what he wants, you know. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's very true to the, his character, and I like when they are being true to characters. Really. That's yep. and they do a good job of doing that for the most part with everybody. But anyways, um, two things, two feelings here. It's just like, oh, dude, what the fuck? We just had this two week build, and now you're gonna pull the rug out from us because you have a change of plans. But on the other side of that coin, it's just like, I wasn't in favor of the unification, despite them doing a great job of getting me fucking pumped up for the unification. Because that RK bro and Usos feud, I was like, dude, this needs the main event backlash for WrestleMania. This, this, I'm like, this is the most thing I'm into. You know, Usos are all-time tag team. RK bro on a killer run, has a killer resume, two stars, all legacy, a legacy star in Randy Orton and an up and comer with Riddle. Just the chemistry's through the roof, and they're just apex. Both these teams are apexing at the perfect time. Let's unify the tag team belts. It's like if it was like the WWE slash Universal title where they just flank both their shoulders and they're actually not unifying them, they're just merging them for like a minute. I I wouldn't hate that, but. I don't know. I don't think that they're going to add any more stipulations to this. I think it's just going to be an old old house show six-man tag with fucking... You don't think there's any chance on Friday they try to do the... Uh, what the fuck was that? Was it King of the Ring? Ball? The King of the Ring when McMahon won in that like six-man match? You don't think they're going to do some weird thing and put one of Roman's belts on the line? You think that's too crazy? Well, And get it, and get it on McIntyre so they could get one of the belts off of Roman? Well, the... They do book logic with stuff like that. And Roman's the heel with both belts. So mm, RK yeah. Bro has something to put on the line. The Usos have something to put on the line. Roman Reigns has two parts to put on the line. Drew McIntyre has nothing to put on the line. So he how does the sword on the line and get rid of that stupid fucking thing that he carries around? Oh, I hate the sword. Don't get don't, let's not go down that road. But anyway, so <laughs> fucking but, um, baby face running around with a fucking lethal weapon. <laughs> And using it incorrectly. Go ahead, sorry. But anyways, um, so I don't logically. How, why does the heel put two things? What does he have to gain? For you know, what I mean, Roman's a very smart character. They write Roman smart. What is yeah, Roman? and like he's got the like he doesn't get outsmarted, right? So no. he's got a Heyman. So yeah, I guess that wouldn't uh, fit. 
uh, what, in any way. I can see the tag. I could. I can see a tag match. Well, I can see where they unify the tag belts and a scenario where Roman pins Matt Riddle or whatever, and then literally Roman Reigns won the tag team titles for his cousins. So it's more like collateral to hold over their heads. I can see that scenario. But then I can see a scenario where Drew would never challenge Roman if Roman's team wins, and then Drew will get a title shot if Drew's team wins. Yeah, I feel like they're going to put a little juice on it, right? They're going to put a little they sauce on there on Friday, right? They Something's got to be there. Friday. Unfortunately, we're recording this before before Friday, but whatever. They could put some juice on it, but if it's not and it's just a standard six-man tag match, these are the four or the six of the hottest stars they got going on. So, Yeah, I mean, if they just put out like one of, you know, yeah, just close your eyes and picture this match in your head and it's like, Damn, that's a fucking fun ass match, right? Fuck it, just roll the ball out and fucking have a game, boys. You know what I mean? And, and have have you? You definitely have a little better knowledge. Has Orton really interacted ever much with the Usos? I don't, I don't know. Right? Like, I don't really know where. Maybe when he was with Wyatt, but like, it seems like that's like, just saying. Like when the tag match was initially announced, like I was like, wow, that's a fresh matchup. Yeah, you know? it, so it was cool. Like they had instant chemistry. I loved the, I loved the chemistry. You know what I mean? But I, but if this is just a straight-up six-man tag match, I think it's a vehicle to get Drew a pin over Roman in an easy, safe way. Or it's or low-key, it's a vehicle for Riddle to get a pin mm. over Roman because Riddle could be pegged as one of those guys that they want to get the you know the WWE title on, or okay, even but... or even legacy title or legacy pin on Orton. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, this is backlash, right? So this is yeah. a month after Mania. We have a year. When you look at the Mania card, and then you think, like we all discussed and we know from watching the Rumble, and the star power is the issue, right? And we got a lot of, you know, I doubt Stone Cold's coming back. You know, I I don't know who's going to be fighting. What the fuck do I know? But uh, who knows who's going to be at Mania next year? So you got a year, and you really got to start making some of these dudes big stars, right? You got to get, so is this the start of Riddle becoming a big star, you know? And how do they get him there? Obviously, make him the next step on it, maybe. Right, and maybe not have him be the same character RVD was 15 years ago, because they only know how to make one stoner type character. But <laughs> this could be the start of that change, you know. Like you said, pinning Roman could be the start of it, and maybe that's when Orton starts saying, "All right, man, like I love you, but like it's time to like take it to the next or whatever, or, or you, whatever they're gonna do." Oh, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a writer, but. This should be, yeah, I don't know. You just said that. I got my brain thinking about this. This should be the star, right? These We have a year to make some of these guys fucking big cute, stars. It's a cute thing that Roman hasn't been pinned since, like, September 2019 against against Baron Corbin with them desperately trying to give heat to Baron Corbin. Wow, you really? I mean? That's the last one? That's crazy. Yeah, so it's crazy that he hasn't been pinned since 2019, or it's crazy that it's been, like, King Corbin. And yeah. doing it in a six-man match kind of gives him that out, right? What are you talking mm. about? I wasn't pinned. I'm undefeated. I haven't been pinned, and you know he could just lie, you know, Bobby Heenan style. Like, so oh, if they want, if they want to throw stakes at it, then probably the bloodline are going to win, unless if it's just like the tag belts. Unless if it's the tag belts are only the only stakes here, or or, or if whoever pins Roman is the number one contender. You know what I mean? And that would be a vehicle for Drew because Drew, I don't, do you see Drew McIntyre beating Roman Reigns for the blue title? No, I'm not as high on Drew as a lot of people are, but it just, it's, he seems pretty cold right now, right? It seems like he needs to be. He's been in a mid-card feud for the most part forever. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking that, so. But, you know, it, the mid-card feud was a just the feud was the justification of keeping him warm. Um, he still has star power. He still has a lot to him that they could just light a match and he could be on fire again, in my opinion. Um, I don't think there's damage there with Drew because he's feuding with Happy Corbin. I think he's just he's positioned as a star on ice more than a guy on the back burner, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, but I would, I'm such a Riddle mark. I would love for to see Riddle pin Roman or even Riddle pin the Usos or whatever. Because this thing, Orton lost round one when they lost the belts against the Alpha Academy. 
So I assume that he's not going to lose round two. And I don't see Drew getting pinned. So I think it's Riddle's time for him to get pinned if there's stakes added. If there's not stakes added, who the fuck knows, Rocco? Yeah, well, you, you mentioned paternity before, and we know Orton likes to pump out kids, so maybe he's got another one coming, and he's going to take a little time off and catch a pin, so you never know. Maybe. <laughs> he, maybe. he needs one more. I think he's got to, what, he's got to get at least a baker's dozen, right? So. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he has that many kids, dude. <laughs> <laughs> too many. Two, one is too many, so there you go. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like kids. Uh, good. You better. <laughs> <laughs> I got no choice, right? I know. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I think this, I think this match is gonna rule regardless. Stakes or not, I think they're just gonna roll the ball out and have a fucking kick-ass match. These are six professional dudes, and they're just gonna fucking hit a home run. Yeah, I mean, I guess in some ways, you, people could, uh, you could downplay or be like, be a pejorative, really say it's a, it's a, it could just be a raw main event. Which yeah, is something it's a raw main they, event, but. With the lights on it, you know. What right, I mean? and how often? Like, and and Roman only wrestles on pay per view, so that's the thing. Like, they've done such a good job of making you want to see him fight, and you only see him on pay per view. So, just him being in a match is a deal, right? Like, it, it's like almost they've done like this. They they've just done a really good job of like keeping him must see. Like when you when he fights, you watch, and that's a good so thing we, he has two titles. Um, I hope that because this was originally supposed to be Shinsuke Nakamura, you assume, correct? I mean, I remember that sort of, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't—I like, didn't make that up. That happened, right? Yeah, I assume that this is gonna be Nakamura, and this is a pivot. So, also, I'm is he throwing... maybe injured, and he just isn't really gonna wrestle that much in the match? Like, he just comes in and hits a move, and that's it. Or is he on the red apron the whole time? The reports are he's going 30 minutes with Drew at the house shows, so I doubt oh, okay. he's super injured. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So my thing is, I'm gonna give you the four next, the next four pay-per-views, and let's just lay out Roman matches for me. All right. Hell in the Cell, SummerSlam. Oh, excuse me. Hell in the Cell, Money in the Bank, Stadium Show, SummerSlam, Stadium Show. Um, Castle Rumble, the the overseas UK show, stadium show. Lay them out for me. Well, I mean, I think one of these guys, like if they have this six man going to a Shinsuke after this, seems kind of weird, right? So you'd think mm-hmm. it should be someone in this match. Yep. Hmm. I, I, uh, I think it's Drew. So it's just how how many pay per views we can get Drew, and which ones are we gonna get Drew? I mean, would they? I know Drew is not from England, but you know he's from that area. So is that Pretty a castle sure he's with those guys? Hmm? But then, but then again, you have those Tyson Fury rumors of him being on the books versus Drew. Oh my God! So, do they have an English? I mean, you know, anyone, Paul, in, any any people from that part of the country are all the same anyway. They're all annoying. Yeah, well, so well, well, Walter in Roman. Uh, shit. Interesting. Yeah, see, I'm not... Oh, God damn, I didn't even think about that. Actually, hey, how about we, real quick, before I forget about it, let's throw Walter in a squash match Ryback style here. Ooh. Yeah, right? I mean, that's uh, something that could definitely happen. They might even bring out uh, Mahan to uh, kill some dude, right? Yeah, well, there we go. But that's some good filler right there. Anyways, continue. Oof. Man, All right, want me to help you here? Yeah, you help me out with this. I'm, uh... All right, so we have Drew. When do we get Lashley? I was, I mean, excuse me. When do we get McIntyre? Well, we want the biggest one to be SummerSlam, right? Unless that's not how we're doing it anymore, because Money in the Bank's supposed to be a big ass deal too. So. Yeah, I would do. I would do McIntyre at Money in the Bank, and then I would do two at SummerSlam for 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 Roman. Because don't forget, you he has to he has both titles. If he, if I would have him lose one at SummerSlam, and I'd have him keep the Universal at at, at SummerSlam, and then I would have him, I guess, Drew a Hell in a Cell, Drew at Money in the Bank, Drew gets heated up again at SummerSlam for um, Fury, he wins like a Mad Cat Moss match or whatever. Not actual Mad Cat Moss because Mad Cat, Mad Cat Moss will hold all the belts by that time. True. But like a, an, like someone in the mid card he'll beat, and then he'll lose to either Rollins or Cody 
or Lashley at SummerSlam for the WWE title. Yeah, I was thinking Cody SummerSlam. I think I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that's a thing. Well, once you get the money in the bank, right? Yeah. That's a that's a thing. So that's a way to fuck, man. You could have him have two title defenses. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was and getting. And then lose the, by the money in the bank, which would be fucking insane. But almost baby faces him a little bit, right? Well, I would have him. I would have Cody come out after he face like say give him Nakamura at SummerSlam, right? And then Cody, after they announce that match, that's when Cody comes out RVD style and says, hey, I'm cashing this in at SummerSlam, by the way. Yeah, Cody so, winning money in the bank seems right, right? That yeah. does seem like a perfect thing for him. So he was so, in so many of those fucking matches, too, right? The WrestleMania version of money in the bank. Yeah. So Cody wins the WWE title after Roman defends it against Nakamura at SummerSlam. But Cody wins in, like, he's telling him he's coming. He's like, I'm facing you're facing both of us at in two separate matches at at SummerSlam. I don't care who you get first. I, I don't care if I go first or second. And then I have him beat Gunther in the UK. Mm. And then Cody's in the fall off running raw with as champion sink or swim kind of like Big E did. Uh that sounds interesting to me, man. Who do you yeah, put him in the who do you put him in the cell with? Too. Then you have Moxley floating around too if you want to come back. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, uh, yeah I Logan, always say. It. But anyways, Logan, Logan Paul in the cell on a hell in the cell. Oh, there we go. Let's go, Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Seriously, that's actually not too bad, right? Oh, that's not bad, right? Oh gosh, that's how Drew catches his heat, and he he slayed a celebrity, and then Fury comes <laughs> for him. Yeah, let's do that, man. Fuck yeah, good call, Rocco. There you go. He uses a uh, sword to cut the Pokemon card in half. Oh, that would be devastating. I don't even like Pokemon cards, but I like cards. <laughs> it better be a Snorlax card. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. There's some definitely some interesting uh, stuff that could happen. All right, cool, Rocco. You got anything else before we get out of here, buddy? Uh, no, not really. Check me out on the NoSo uh, dailies um, every uh, couple weeks, and uh, that's about all I got going on right now. Awesome, dude. All right, guys, we'll... Check out Backlash this Sunday. This is, I think this is one of the last Sunday pay-per-views of the year. I think the rest are going to be Saturdays. Good. More, For the most drinking. part. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm off Monday, so I could drink on Sundays, too. Anyway. <laughs> Apparently, Rocco's a lush, guys. <laughs> I'm shaking right now. i got to go get a drink, so I'll All see right, you later. All right, we're go, guys. Rocco needs a fucking shot. <laughs> Rocco Martone, thank you, buddy. It was good to see you, man. Take care. See you.